Hey everyone, hey and welcome back to yet another episode of Alpha Metallica. This is your host Tom Quee here. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for joining us on this voyage that, you know, I'm about a third of the way in, about one year in. If you're not aware of what we're doing here, we're going through every single Metallica song. It's normally myself and a guest and a fan uh, from far-flung locales all around the world, which is very, very exciting. I'm going to get to my guest shortly. Just before I do, please follow the show at MetallicaPod. Get in touch with me if you want to come on the show, you want to discuss a song, MetallicaPod at gmail.com. Um, I've got to say, pretty much, I think 2018 is officially done now in terms of bookings. I think the next thing that I've got open are sort of later into the M's and N's, and even then a lot of those are booked. So yeah, get in touch with me. I'll give you a list of what's available if you want to come on the show, and we can arrange an episode. We've got the Patreon as well. If you want to support the show, you want to give back to Alpha Metallica. Essentially, what that is is everything that I put together, everything I record, goes on there first. So all the Alpha Metallica episodes, all the concert recaps and top tens, and you know, there's various series that I'm working on at any one time. The So What Files. Um, currently putting together an episode all about the ch- the childhoods of Metallica, and I'm trying to have some Freudian analysis there on my part. It's been quite fun to research. Guns N' Roses Metallica tour episode will be on there soon as well so yeah go on the patreon see what's there if you want to support us very much appreciated patreon.com forward slash alpha metallica leave us a review on itunes as well um subscribe comment you know all that sort of generic YouTube vlogger stuff. But uh, yet today I have a guest back on the show. We haven't actually covered a song per se yet. We did a great episode back in the day on S&M. Definitely listen back to that. Russell, how's it going, man? I'm great, Tom, man. Thanks for having me. How you doing? I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm very good. And we're here to talk about Free Speech for the Dumb, which is the intro song on Gary Jink. And it doesn't have many words, but in a sense, it's saying a lot, isn't it? Metallica having this as the opening of this two-disc cover special. It does. You know, I didn't really care for this song too much when I first heard it, when it first came out. But uh, going back over it for this episode, I was um, shocked, actually, how much I, I really liked it. Mm. And just before we get to the track itself, uh, we discussed this on the S&M episode, but forgive me, I do so many episodes with so many people. No uh, your Metallica story in Bullet Points, how did you get into the band? So I had a, you know, I had some friends in, I want to say middle school that were really into Metallica that kind of, you know, that kind of got me started. It was really just listening to the Black Album and Injustice for All that, uh, that started my journey with them. And then... Uh, you know, quickly found uh, Kill 'Em All, Ride the Lightning, Master of Puppets, of course. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I think it was around the time Load came out. That was what the hype was when I was in middle school. And uh, that was, you know, everybody was listening to that. So, like, you know, just to be part of the group and everything, that's kind of what got me started with them. But, uh, um, yeah, it was just that's that's pretty much the journey just hanging out with friends then blasting metallica forcing me to listen to it and then i sort of discovered what i liked about them on my own and you saw the snm concerts live right you saw one of them i did yeah crazy yeah i was at i was at the uh, madison square garden show um for snm and uh that was actually my very first concert ever and then a couple years later i went to metallica at giant stadium for the tattoo the earth festival which mm. um, I was listening to one of your episodes and I don't remember which song it was. It was, you know, I think it was in the C's or the D's. And uh, somebody else had gone to that concert, to that very same one. I, I thought that was really cool. Right. Yeah. Ring, rings a bell. Yeah. They, I had a, had a guest on recently, Monty, who was actually at the same Metallica Birmingham show that I was at on the rail. So, you know, I mean, obviously we're going to be in the it's same cool. place if it's a Metallica concert. But yeah, it is, it is mm-hmm. cool how these things intersect. So, um, yeah, this is a track that is by a band called Discharge, who, I've got to be honest, 
not really familiar with this band until about this morning when I did a bit more research. <laughs> Metallica clearly love them because the more I see is actually a discharge song as well uh, on on garaging. And just to give you a bit of background on the band, um, the band's sound has been called a grave black oral acid assault. They paved way for an astounding array of politically motivated, musically intense, and deeply confrontational bands. They were explicitly political and used a revolutionary activist attitude that moved hardcore away from its pub rock origins and towards a dangerous and provocative territory. There's some um, great copy and pasting from Wikipedia there from me. And they're from um, from, they're from Stoke-on-Trent, which is actually quite close to where I grew up. I didn't realise they were a UK band. Were you familiar in any way with Discharge? Just like you, man. Just, listen, uh, just going through their Wikipedia before the episode, um, I wanted to... I want to just kind of bone up and uh, that's fun. You know, that, that article is really funny. You know, I'll bet discharge never put that much thought into yeah. like their sound as much as that guy did. But you know, that's a really great way to put it because um, when I was listening to them, like I actually, I like the, I kind of like the discharge version better than it's, what Metallica did. It's quite different, did. isn't it? I listen back as well. And it's, it's more of its era. The Metallica one's a bit more muscular, whereas I think the discharge yeah. one's maybe got more character. I was trying to find out if um, if they were in different tunings. I want to say discharge is going to be more in like a standard tuning. Yeah, uh, but I, I don't really know for sure. I couldn't find I couldn't find that. But uh, Metallica definitely sounds like it's um, you know like drop down, like maybe like a drop D, maybe even going down to like C sharp or something. I mean, it's it's deep. It's mm. deep and heavy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I love how it just kicks off just with that riff, with that sort of mm-hmm. forward momentum pushing you on, and the the song's pretty brief i think the song's about two and a half minutes you know it's a minute 15 before we get any vocals (laughs) and the only vocals we get is the title of the song just repeated you know it's very stripped down (laughs) and on the discharge album this is the second to last track on the album that it came out on right so um it's just yeah it's just a really i i like that they chose this song because it's just um you know i was reading this wikipedia article about they were they were tour like you know they released black album load reload all within you know a couple of years and then they were touring like crazy and they just wanted to record something that was like fun and simple and easy for them and i felt like this song was just perfect for them because it's just dumb you know like it is it's just aggressive and dumb and thrashy and they're just like you know we don't give a shit we're just gonna play this song and you know if you don't like it you know go Fuck yourself, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's the antithesis really to Reload, which came out the year before. It, it totally, it's, it's yeah, heavy. totally. You know, it's really heavy. It has a real good, uh, you know, driving power to it. We get a guitar solo, a long guitar solo, which is which is exactly the same as the Discharge song. I was going back, I was thinking maybe they've thrown that in there, but no. Kirk is sort of. I mean, how would you describe this solo? It's kind of Justice esque, isn't it? Very squealy, very erratic. It is. I I want to say that like there wasn't a whole lot of thought put into it. And no. I think they did that on purpose. I think it was just noodly squealy. Like you said, um, I'll bet that, I mean, honestly, I'll bet they recorded this song in two hours. If that, yeah. I mean, it was just put down to tape and they were just like, all right, next. And it's just, I think that's what the song is supposed to be. Like, it's just supposed to be dumb. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just yeah. D- uh, dumb, loud. Kirk didn't, Kirk didn't, 
I doubt Kirk like wrote something for it. You know? No, no, no. Yeah, it feels almost like it could have just been done in in one take. You know, James wouldn't have to learn the lyrics, mm-hmm. for example. Um, you know, they're right there in front of him, and it, it's it's got this pulse to it. Haven't the drums sound excellent? And there's also this thing that I don't know if you heard. Um, it's more detectable with headphones, kind of like an almost fizzy buzz, kind of below the frequency. It's kind of hard to put a finger on, but it gives it a bit more sense of an unease there for me. Yeah, totally. Um, it might be like a synth pad or something. I was yeah. trying to find out how the, you know, what gear they used. I, I was able to find out what guitar he used, but that was about mm-hmm. it. I'll bet it was some sort of synth pad or, or, or maybe like a, a fuzz on the bass. It's, yeah. it's kind of, it's kind of hard to describe, but yeah, that's, that's what it's sep- it, That's what makes that song separate from the original song. Cause the original song, like they obviously didn't think that hard about it. No, no. And yeah. the the drums are a lot different in the original Discharge version yeah. as well. They're a lot more <clears throat> frantic, a lot busier. And actually, on the Wikipedia yeah, article... Yeah, I love, I love that. Yeah, the drums sound great on the original. And apparently the musical genre of D-beat, which I'm not aware of, is named after mm-hmm. Discharge and the band's distinctive drum beat, which is, which is pr- mm-hmm. yeah, pretty crazy. And this song, I should say, is from 1982. It was on their album Hear Nothing, mm-hmm. See Nothing, Say Nothing. And, um, I mean, uh, let's talk about the lyric, which is the only thing we can talk about. Free speech the dumb there's many different you know definitions interpretations of what this means what's your reading of this phrase i think i love its simplicity and uh i think the era that it came out in and whatever was going on politically at the time because they were a super political band um they were just fighting back and this song with its simple message that was what they were trying to get across they just they didn't want any you know, they, it wasn't poetry. They weren't trying to put in any sort of like twist on the words, hidden meaning or anything. It was just like, you know, we're here, we're dumb and we have the right to fucking say whatever we want. So, yeah. Um, and it was a call to its, you know, its friends and like its fans and like free speech for us. Like we're dumb, you yeah. know, like <laughs> Um, that's yeah, kind of what I got out of it. Yeah, definitely. There is that element that free speech is for everyone, you know, high and low speech. I guess there's also mm-hmm. the idea that perhaps free speech is only for the dumb. And if you're just saying stupid shit, no one cares. But if you're saying politically incisive shit or anar- mm-hmm. anarchic research shit, people maybe don't want to give you free speech. And then mm-hmm. I also had it as maybe this is the English literature student in me reading a bit too far into it. I also had it as almost like a pun, as in, you know, being dumb is. medically being dumb is being unable to speak so it's like almost a cruel Mm. thing to say like free speech for the dumb you know wow i did i did not even think of that let's go let's go let's uh the uni years were not wasted for for this for this moment but yeah what's important is it it gets barked throughout the song and it's very punk in the sense where the song's called this all you're gonna hear is this you know everything's working towards this whole piece and james i think his vocal delivery love it i think it sounds so so wrenched he gives the song like it's only melody, you know, when mm-hmm. he the last time he says free speech and he kind of drags it on at the end. It's really the only time you get any sort of vocal melody. And that does not happen in the original song. So it's kind of funny. He like maybe instinctively had to do that. Um, but, yeah. you know, their songs are so I mean, I'll, you know, trying to put myself in their perspective. They write such incredibly complicated music. I'll bet this was just. They just wanted to do something dumb and, you know, this song I'm sure was a big influence on them and uh, it, w- it was just perfect, you know, it was just perfect for them. 
Yeah, it's quite it's quite freshy in of itself. The song, even the discharge version, the drums taking a slightly different direction uh, musically, but yeah, it does have that element mm. to it, and it sort of just has James singing that, and then a solo sort of takes us out, and this riff is just continuing uh, with its onward clatter, and and Discharge are one of those bands, you know, um, like a Sabbath, like a Budgie, that are important to a lot of bands that came afterwards, so not only did obviously Metallica cover them, mm-hmm. uh, Anthrax covered them, they covered a song called Protest and Survive on Attack of the Killer Bees, Sepultura have covered quite a few of their songs machine head also have covered some of their tracks so um Mm -hmm. you know uh, maybe maybe in the future someone needs to start a discharge podcast that's in quite an important band (laughs) that would be great i don't know what the market is for that but that would (laughs) probably very few yeah hang on let's go on let's go on they have thirty-two thousand monthly listeners discharge which is which is very low really but they're one of these yeah. bands you know a lot of bands on garage are like you know they just who, who the fuck are they but like budgie for example but they're a really right. really cool band as well but uh but yeah there's not too much to say on this track really there's the riff there's the solo there's the very brief lyrics that can be interpreted in many ways but all in all i think metallica you know chose this as an opener because of that reason because there's not much there but it gets you geared up gets you interested gets you excited Absolutely. And it gets you geared up for uh, the next track. It's electric and it it really works perfectly. I mean, they didn't do anything like they didn't start with anything like proggy, epic, um, you know, how they start off like master puppets and all that kind of stuff. It's just here it is loud, dumb. This is the stuff that got us into music. And that's just it's a it's just different, you know, and that's what makes Metallica great is they just switch it up on you and they don't give a shit like they just do what i want they just do what they want and it's unapologetic and i think that's what makes it more fun the drums on on the original song i like a lot more than what lars and i love lars Ulrich, but the drums on the original song are man you know like that the original version of the song like i listened to it like six times today and i'm like i really like this like i can imagine myself you know back in high school like in my angsty you know teenage days like really getting into that yeah yeah me too i think i'm gonna listen to hear nothing see nothing say nothing actually um Mm -hmm. i I quite like discharge's vibe actually and i'm sure there's loads of like you know early punk purists who are screaming at this but you don't know discharge like i'm sorry i don't know who discharge are but you know (laughs) i should have been on this podcast (laughs) yeah um and interestingly as well on on spotify you can see like their most played songs and free speech for the dumbs like not even in top five so maybe but it's all off this one album Mm. apart from one song called i don't care but yeah if, if if you are a discharge fan uh please comment below Please get in touch with me. Let me know. You know, we obviously will be getting to discharge again uh, quite a little while into the future. But um, any any closing thoughts on this track, Russell? You know, um, this was actually the first Metallica CD I ever bought for myself, you know, like with my own money. Right. Um, I was, I want to say 14 and I bought this at a Sam's Club. I don't know if you have Sam's Club out I've, by you. But I've, it's, uh... I've holidayed in America and it rings a bell. Yeah. Is it like a Best yeah. Buy or... It's uh, it's like a uh, bulk item Walmart, okay. so you know you need a membership to get in there and all that kind of stuff. But anyway, um, and and I remember what was like impressive about buying the CD was, it was one of the first times that they had you ha- you bought like a double disc that wasn't like in a giant package, kind of like Smashing Pumpkins Melancholy. Yeah, yeah. So like it, you opened it up and it had two discs like with the little clear tray that you can kind of flip open. Um, that was really cool. And I remember putting on a turn. The page was out. So I was, you know, really excited about that. And I remember putting the CD in my CD player and this first track came on 
and I just I just remember thinking like, what is this shit? Like, what the hell is this? <laughs> like, why would they do this? And honestly, like, anytime that song came on, you know, wherever, I honestly would just skip it because it was just I didn't like connect with it. Mm. But um, now that I'm more open to it, you know, and now that I know a little bit more history around it, like it makes it that much that much. You get more insight into like Metallica. You get more into into like what they were thinking when they were doing this. Definitely. And when you look at this era, I mean, it's quite funny, actually, because we covered their next release, uh, S&M. And this was all in like a five year yeah. period. Load, reload, garage, you know, unbelievable that they were doing uh, such a produ- productive time for the band. So definitely check out that episode as well. Uh, when me and Russell went through, I thought that I thought well, there's a great coverage there. You know what a huge behemoth S&M is. And mm-hmm. we sort of go through and discuss all the orchestra stuff and uh, all that other stuff. But um, and any any projects, anything you'd like to promo or uh, shout out? Um, yeah, I mean, uh, I have a, a progressive funk rock band called Squash. Uh, right. It's um, at Facebook slash Squash Jams. We're about to put out our uh, first record here pretty soon. It's called Tasteful Grooves, and it should be out in the next couple of months. And what, that's what, that's what it. That's my main music project. What do you play? I play guitar switch? for them. Oh, nice. That's cool. That's cool. Yep. Okay. I yep. have a... Uh, I have a Schechter Diamond um, that I've been using forever with uh, Seymour Duncan uh, humbuckers. And uh, I just bought a new uh, uh, Fender Deluxe Reverb. It's like a 68 reissue. And it sounds, I mean, it's the last amp I'll ever have to buy. It's just gorgeous. Nice, nice. Yeah, yeah I've just I've just found the page on Facebook. It looks like you've actually invited me to like it. Apologies for not liking it yet, Russell. Oh, I will do. So offended. We'll put the uh, <laughs> put the link in the description below. You've got a gig. Thanks, man. May 12th coming up. Is that right? Yep, May twelfth we're playing in uh, Savannah. Then uh, May nineteenth we're playing a, uh, a festival, a music festival with a bunch of great bands called Fog Fest. Music festivals in the uh, on the East Coast for uh, you know funk jam band, progressive rock bands are. Um, you know, it's funny. Metallica actually, if you have listeners that are you know into that kind of music, let's say like Fish, Grateful Dead, mm-hmm. you know, Humphreys McGee, that type of stuff, you would be surprised how many of those bands cover Metallica. It's right. it's really crazy. I saw this band. I'm not sure if you're familiar with Humphreys McGee, but they're kind of one of the more popular like progressive funk right. uh, rock bands out here. And I saw them cover "And Justice for All," wow. uh, the song, and the drummer who. The drummer, who's just like one of the greatest drummers ever, Chris Myers, and he played the drums and sang it at the same time. He does a great James Hetfield impression, and they killed it. And to see and to watch all these hippies um, <laughs> jamming out to "And Just for All," and they didn't funk, they didn't funk it up. They they played it pretty true to the original source, and like, you know, it's it was pretty amazing. I saw this other band called uh, Aqueous. They played. Um, uh, for whom the bell tolls and you can find you can find all that stuff online mm. and it's cool just to see you know they'll go from like funky psychedelic jams to a metallica song and they make it work it's just you know it's really funny like that awesome umphreys mcgee yeah i've just found them they look like quite a big band actually i'm not quite sure how they slipped me by because i do quite dig that kind of music so oh, yeah I'll, de- I'll definitely check that out okay awesome man well um you know yeah man everyone listening please get in touch with me if you want to come on the show as well uh, metallicapod at gmail.com let us know what you think of the song in the description um you know check out squash we'll put the link below check out our snm episode but russell this has been great man thank you again thanks tom always a pleasure <laughs> <laughs>